What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hashtag no music, no intro. Feel like it's been a while, but it hasn't really been that long. We have another episode coming at you. Hashtag thanks for the podcast. And I'm, I'm excited about this episode. I wish I had prepared a little more. Uh, we Ryan and I are doing a, I don't even know what you want to call it. Like, basically... If myself or Ryan were the GM of the Saints, we were Mickey Loomis, we were whoever making decisions in the Saints, Dennis Allen, what we would do this in this offseason to put out the best team on the field. Um, so we're going to talk about free agency. We're going to talk about the draft. Um, I wish I, I had plans of like having like outline and everything went down. Man, I didn't work for four days. I got a four-day weekend. I, I went into work today, and I had 16 missed calls and five five voicemails. Bro, just, just, <laughs> just didn't have enough time to, to do what I needed to do. But obviously, that's my primary job. That's my focus. So obviously, that's always going to get my most attention. But before we really get into our dream offseason and what we would do um, if we ran the Saints, I wanted to kind of do a quick recap of some news that's that's happened a little bit. Uh, first thing I want to start with, uh, Dennis Allen adding Cody Barnes or Car- C- Cody Burns, excuse me, um, as their new wide receivers coach who replaces Curtis Johnson. He was the wide receivers coach at Tennessee. Um, before he's at Tennessee, he was at Auburn. It's, it's hard to know exactly how this hire is going to work out, but I do think that in terms of like us wanting spice and some juice, this does do that to a degree in getting a new set of eyes. You know. Look, just a little cayenne, a little cayenne pepper, man. <laughs> you know, you just, just sprinkle a little cayenne in there. You don't even know if it needs it, but you just like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, who knows? Like, we have no idea. <laughs> like, we have no idea if he's a good wide receiver no coach. 
no clue. He played. He played for Auburn. He played with Cam Newton. Actually, it's kind of crazy. Um, That's wild, bro. Cam Newton at Auburn. <laughs> now he's a wide receivers coach. So it's so there's a there's an upcoming wide receiver in this draft. Uh, he was actually at the Senior Bowl. I don't know if you remember him. I don't, you know, he, I don't know if we paid a lot of attention to him, but it is. Uh, I believe it's pronounced the Les Jones Jr. Um, he. You know, Cody Burns coached him at Tennessee. He's kind of sneakily, quote unquote, unquote, rising up draft boards, whatever that means. I've Um, seen it. I've I've reached out to our our fellow Tennessee Titans fan as well as University of Tennessee fan, um, S. Morton on Twitter, kind of just getting the feel for Cody Burns. And he he said that basically he felt as as a fan, that the Tennessee wide receivers, even though he was only there one year, took a step with his with his coaching, with him being there. Um, so that's 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 great news, right? I think we can all all say that you know? it yeah, is just something to take away. Yeah, and I also think that you know you can maybe say like, hey, this person worked with Jones Jr. extensively at Tennessee. You know, if there's a later round pick that the Saints want to use at wide receiver, having his former wide receivers coach uh, who coached him at college, good connection. He also coached, like you said, at Auburn. He coached who the Anthony Swartz, who the Browns drafted like in the second or third round recently. Oh, oh yeah. Um, hasn't done really anything, but so he kind of has like that, I guess you could say like that pedigree uh, in, in coaching talent we'll see how it translates and then something that nick underhill tweeted in regards to his reporting he tweeted that sounds like the saints are interested in alabama's director of sports performance david balo blue and director of sports science matt ray ray yeah um what what are your your thoughts on on that. Uh, again, like I, you know, who knows? Uh, just talk. I talked to an Alabama fan. He said those dudes were like real integral in like changing the program up at Alabama um, after things got a little stale. And you know, which is crazy because you you just think Alabama like, well, they've been winning, but even right. them, you know, they get stale and you know they revitalized some things a few years ago, uh, changing up, you know. Not only you know the science side, uh, the sports science side, but the um, you know the training, um, you know keeping players fresh. You know Alabama was always known for running down players, so I yes. think they, uh, I think they got like a you know they brought in just some fresh eyes to kind of keep players fresh throughout the season and stuff like that. And uh, so it's interesting. I, I I don't know what to think about it really. It's just interesting that. Dennis Allen has his eye on that as, as, as if that's something that he really wanted to kind of just change up, you know, because I don't, I mean, I, I, I don't know what to think about how, you know, Saints strength and conditioning how it's been, but, right. you know, it seems like we get these injuries that flare up and it like hits everybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it'd be like the same injury, you know, and it's like, you just wonder like, what is going on, you know? Who knows if this has anything to do with that? Um, it's just some real insider football stuff. 
<clears throat> that's like real important inside the building, but like it's fans. We don't really know much about it. Like what, what the hell does that mean? But it's good to see that, you know, Dennis Allen at least is trying to, he's looking at the whole organization as a whole, not just the X's and O's, but like right. how we do everything. Like how do we do everything? And he's trying to put his little uh, fingerprints on it, you know, for the most part. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and we don't, we don't know, right. So them being interested in them and, and them hiring them to the saints are two completely, totally different things, but you know, we don't know what's going to come of that situation, but it is, it is good to kind of see, I guess, DA, like you, you said it well, putting his touches on things and adding a slightly a little flair to things. It was also reported, it was first reported about Underhill, and then I think Jeremy Fowler of ESPN said that the plan for defensive coordinator is for, doesn't sound like there's going to be um, an external defensive coordinator being hired for that position, and that potentially they're going to split co-defensive coordinator with Ryan Nielsen and Chris Richard. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea how that works. I know, like, uh, 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 Brian Flores, didn't he have, like, co-offensive coordinators or something he like did. that? He did this past um, season at, at Miami, in Miami for the Dolphins. You know, and, you know, I think D.A. might still call plays, defensive plays. So, you know, all, all that stuff is, like, inside of football stuff. It helps. Help, sometimes it helps the coaches out. Sometimes they get a little pay, pay raise with it. Um, it gives them, like, a little – you know, extra name, you know, uh, title on their tag. So yeah, man, it's, a, it's a title change. It's a title change. So as far as like seeking jobs, you know, that helps. Um, so as you know, it's a good. I think it was, you know, it was this him, the Saints, kind of looking out for them after they dipped their toe into the external water. As far as looking for other DCs, kind of like just giving a shout out to them. Is you know they've been here for well. Uh, Ryan Newsom's been here for a while. Uh, Chris Richard came last year. Did a really good job. Um, you know, Adam Moore probably had one of his better seasons since he's been a rookie. Yeah, probably uh, his Williams. best season since he since he was a rookie. Yeah. yeah, Marcus Williams had a really good solid season, real good season. Uh the rookie uh don't fax me had a, you know, just a you know, one of the better seasons you could think of from like a third round rookie quarterback, bro. Just thrown yeah. in the fire, bro. <laughs> so it was like like Chris Rashad, as far as I'm concerned, he did a hell of a job. And he's like, he got, you know, he got stamps on him. I mean, this dude coached the Legion of Boom. He was, you know, he got, he stepped. It's not like he's some, you know, throwaway name. And Ryan Nielsen, you know, coached up the defensive line, dealing with a lot of injuries and, you know, young players and stuff like that. But he, you know, he, he got the most out of them. So both of them are deserving. And I guess this was a way to kind of um, not hurt because that's what I was worried about. Like, damn. It's fucked up for either one. If you make Ryan right. Nelson a DC, it's like Christian Shaw. That's like, yeah, hey, that's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, if you went the other way, that would have been fucked up too. Yep. Because Ryan Nelson, Ryan Nelson, just been you know doing a great job since he's gotten here. So it's kind of a way to please everybody. So we'll see how that works in the long run. Yeah. It, it's what's what's the, what's the weird term, bro? Like splitting the baby? I I, I, don't. I don't know. Having your cake, eat it too. I don't know. <laughs> um uh, I had something I wanted to bring up and then and then I lost it. It was it was gone as soon as it came in. Uh I'm not we're not discussing any 
Aaron Rodgers news. Um, I do want to bring up that I think Jeremy Fowler reported this this morning, and then World World, this is how I saw it, uh, World World tweeted it out, that many executives in the NFL believe that Jameis will potentially return to the Saints and, and kind of be their guide, you know, at least for this upcoming season. Which I guess, again, we don't know if that's going to happen, you know, but it's interesting to hear that many executives are kind of getting that sense. Obviously, they're getting that sense from from something, whether that's agents, whether that's teams talking. It's out there somewhere. Uh, so before we kind of dive into what we would oh, do. It could have been, been James people just trying to sing the signal, signal the Saints like, hey. Yep, bro. I, I want to come back. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so who knows? You know. Um. So if if that is potentially on the horizon, or you know, in the next couple of weeks with free agency, what what would you think about Jameis being back? Well, I mean, I guess we could kind of save that for our uh, free agency oh. Saints outlook extravaganza or whatever. I guess that gives a hint. <laughs> <laughs> so let's. I, I, I feel like there was something else I want to talk about. Can we? Okay. Can we just talk about this one quick thing, bro? Just one quick thing. It has nothing to do with the Saints, but it, it involves the NFC. This smoke about Tom Brady might come back oh, in the shadows and go to the Niners, bro. Can we not? We have had Tom Brady in our lives since I can't remember how long. The only time we didn't have him in our lives is when he like tore his ACL, and I'm not wishing injury on the man. But like we're, I'm tired of Tom, I'm tired of Tom Brady, bro. I'm tired. I was of wearing, him. I was wearing Fubu, bro. <laughs> Fubu, and not even like the Fat Elba Fubu, but like original Fubu. Uh, um, and the fact that okay, he retired, cool. He got all his flowers, yada yada yada. Everyone, oh my god! And the fact that he might come back and go play for the Niners, and if he goes to the Niners, bro, that in- instantaneously like puts them in contention the- of Super Bowl favors, bro. Right there, right there. Like, come on, man. Like, what more do you want, bro? What do you, what, what do you need? I guess he wants to play for his, his childhood team. I, 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 uh, Come on, man. And I don't even know how that would work, because if he came back, then the the Niners would have to give the Bucks compensation for him. And they would. Like, I mean, they'd trade what that compensation to be, but... But then here's here's the question I, I asked you, I would ask you, and I get it, right? The, the Niners have already traded, like, two future first-round picks or maybe three. I, don't, I lost count how many it was to go up and, and draft Trey Lance. So it's either two or three off the top of my head. As an organization, and I get it because if you get Tom Brady, you're putting yourself in the driver's seat to potentially win the Super Bowl. Can you afford – and maybe, maybe they, you know, the Niners, maybe this is just an effect of the Niners saw exactly what the Rams did – and fuck those picks and you know less need not less need um 
Yeah, it is Leslie, right? I'm not tripping. Uh, Leslie wore, wore the shirt at the the ticker tape parade that the Rams had downtown. And maybe Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch said, fuck them picks. We can go get Tom Brady, trade the Bucks a first for Tom Brady. Um, and then you have your window at least for a one to two years. And if you win a Super Bowl in one or two years, then that first round pick is worth it. But then it's like, what do you do with Trey Lance? Do you just sit him for a year or two? And you go, yeah. This quarterback you gave up so much draft capital for is sitting on the bench for three years? Oh. Yeah, you just sit him again, man. It's like he's on a rookie contract. I mean, it is not like he's like bull rushing his way to the starting job. You know, he you know, he played played a bit this year and you know, he was he was fine. You can see the athleticism and stuff like that, but you know, it was just like it was the same concerns we had with him, you know, coming out. It's just like, man. Just not a lot, <laughs> not a lot of history there. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's just not a lot, not a lot of production. You know, so he definitely needs work. So it's like, I mean, if you can get, if if you can get Tom Brady, it's just an easy answer for me. Like, yeah, you send the first, send the second, whatever you got to do. You know, you don't don't go overboard. You can't like, obviously, this will be a one year rental, so you don't want to, you know, just be blowing up the future for him. But you know, you can send a nice yeah. pick to Tampa Bay and. Uh, just, you know, Trey Lance just got to sit his ass behind a future Hall of Famer for another year. And by this time, you know, just kind of like, you know, Aaron Rodgers did or whatever. And that'll be it. But, I, I mean, they, they they pull a trigger. I know, you know, uh, John John Lynch, he put a trigger in the heartbeat. Kyle Shanahan put a trigger in the heartbeat. Um, I just hope it's just all smoke and bullshit. Bro, please. I just don't. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to read about it. I, like I tweeted, I, I'm taking a hiatus from football, bro. Like I don't even want. I don't even want to talk about football for a year. I'm just tired. I'll be tired of it. I'm just. I don't want to deal with it, man. Like, <laughs> talk about something else. Um. All right. So let's 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 dive into this. Let's dive into this for foray of if we. We're in charge of those things. We're the GM. We're Dennis Allen. Let's let's first start with the, the group of free agents, right? And everyone who's a free agent on the team. So I have it pulled up. That's uh, sports track. So I'm going to go down the list. I'm going to name a player. And if we both agree, we're going to bring them back bring, or not bring them back. Cool. We maybe not need to give an explanation, but if we differ, then then we need to, to go into it. So the number one player on the list, no, no surprise, is Teron Armstead. Yeah. Ego. Yes. If I was if I was the Saints, the, let, me, let me let me work this back. Gotta work this back. Okay. The only way, the only way I would bring Teron back. Would be if they somehow landed a Russell Wilson. Mm. That's in my opinion. Because to me, if if you get Russell, so you're giving up, you're gonna you're gonna give up probably two first round picks to get Russell Wilson, maybe two first round picks and a player. But if you get Russell Wilson, your window extends for an additional three to four years. Mm-hmm. I would say if you got a quarterback of that elk. Russell, 
like I don't think Aaron Rodgers in play. But on that, I say I would say then yes, you would bring Teron back because then you got to go all in, bro. You got to go all yeah, in. Got to go whoever, all in. Whoever got to figure out the numbers, got to figure out the numbers. Yes, bring Teron back. But if you do it, if, if we're doing a Jameis Winston, blah blah, even a rookie quarterback, like I know <laughs> Toronto would be a great piece to have for a rookie quarterback coming in. Even if that rookie quarterback didn't play the rookie season, they just on the bench. For what he's going to cost, what he's going to cost, and he she should, right? He should get every cent and dollar title to him. This, he's 30, th- pretty much 30, 30 and a half. He's going on 31. This is going to be his last big payday yeah. in the NFL. So he's going to be looking to break the bank. And I think if you look at what um, – Oh, I'm slipping my name. The left tackle, uh, Trent Williams got paid last year from the 49ers. Toronto oh. won't Trent Williams' money or close to. I just personally don't think you could pay him that um, with his age, with how many games he's missed, unless you have a Russell Wilson coming back. And Trent Williams got that, you know, having missed a lot of time dealing with, you know, and cancer and, yeah, all kind of stuff, you know. So, Terrell gonna get paid, bro. Like, <laughs> oh, we, we 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 can't go in that water, man. Like, you just gotta let him fly. And I would love to have him back. I would love. I mean, Terrell knows that he's like a leader. You know, he's one of the you know pillars of the locker room. Great, you know, great uh, character guy and everything, and a really good player when he's on the field. Mm-hmm. But that when he's on the field is like carrying a lot of weight there. Like, you know, what I'm saying, yeah. the dude, missed, he missed what eight games this year. I think he missed like twenty five plus games with the Saints, and that's just the games. Like that's not even bro. That twenty five. That that is t- almost two seasons, and that's not even counting like damn near like ninety percent of games I've ever watched is Teron downstairs leads with injury. You know? I do. I do what you're gonna say before he ninety percent of every game I watch. Like when he makes it through a game, it's like, whew, all right, he made it. But even then, like during the week, you're gonna see the winter report. To ride Olmstead, you know, hip, knee, back, something. You know what I'm saying? And so people, like, we're not, I'm, not, like, I'm not laughing at Teron's injuries. I'm not. I'm just laughing at the accuracy that Ryan. I mean, the dude, a warrior, man. Like he, he plays, played injured. He's played like hand messed up. You name it. Like the dude is a fucking warrior, bro. But like just with the situation the Saints are in. You know, it's just one of those things we just kind of like got to kind of cut our loss and just, you know, kind of hope for the best because, um, you know, just got to wish him well, bro, you know. I agree. And, I I mean, we all know what's going to happen. He's going to go to whoever team, Bengals, playoffs, 16, 16 games, start, start all, all pro season. We're going to get a third-round comp pick. You know, it, it is what it is. So – Let's go down the list. So I think we, I think we're in agreement of of Tehran. Uh Marcus Williams, bring him back. Figure, figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it. Comp, just extend him, please. I agree. Like make it happen. Make it happen. Okay, pretty easy one. Uh, to, and to me, you have to ex- with. And I've said it on the pod before, man. With what Trey Hendrickson did, what Trigger Trade did, and and. Cincinnati after the Saints let him walk. And I understand why they let him walk. I get it. Like, yeah. to to let Trey leave one season and not to 
Extend Marcus. The, ooh. ooh. Bruh. Can't, 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 can't happen. He's, Marcus is still 25. Like, that's wild. Young, um, man. Young and just, just been overall consistent, bro. Like, overseas. I know uh, the Minnesota Miracle. I know he, <clears throat> San Francisco game. You know, there's been moments where you're like, oh, what the fuck, Marcus? But overall, man, that dude has been a true center fielder, which is hard to find in the NFL today. I mean, they they don't produce these guys in college like mm-hmm. they used to. And I mean, he got 14 picks over his career, which is like I think second or third, uh, you know, among play, you know, among safeties drafted uh, since then. I mean, among players, period. Like overall, since 2017, he's got like he's like second or third. Mm. 14 picks, you know, I mean, he, just pillar consistency, bro. Like, you know, he's not getting beat over the top. He has crazy range. He's only going to get smarter and more intelligent, you know, in a game. He's been healthy, you know, plays, you know, he's, you know, rarely missed like a lot of games. Um, so it's it's just one of those players you just, you resign and you don't even worry about it. Like, you don't even worry. Right. You're going to pay him $12 million a year, whatever. You won't regret it. You'll be fine. You know, just figure it out, figure out. Kyle Harley just got to figure out how to throw the ghost years on the end or whatever. <laughs> just make it happen, man. <laughs> I like how you talk about ghost years. Like, they just, like, like just ghost, ghost pepper season at this man. point. Maybe paying them in 2033 20, or whatever. Who cares? Just throw that shit on there. Yeah. Uh, so, this is this is the big one. Uh, so, this is it. Again, if you run the Saints, and this, this question is kind of hard to ask without knowing – like what the options are, like what you would do in free agency. But going into free agency, maybe you have your eye on different quarterbacks that you want to make a play for, whatever. But Jameis Winston. I bring it back, man. Bringing it back, man. Bringing it back, running it back, you know, uh, maybe a two year deal, you know, incentive laden. You know, make them feel like we want you here, but you still kind of got to prove yourself or whatever. Um, I just think when you look at just the overall crop of quarterbacks out there, you just stack them all up and you stick Jameis in there. And you also got to just add in. He has other values over the crop that's out there as far as he's been in the system. Saints are going to run the same system. Um, I think what we saw, even though it wasn't perfect, we were able to get a lot out of him as far as, like, big plays. Yeah, it gives you the big plays. And, you know, play the, the style of quarterback that we would probably need if we're going to be, like, a defensive-driven team. Um you know, so we're not going to ask him to throw for, you know, 450 yards a game, which would kind of put him in trouble. So I just think, you know, it just kind of goes with what's been safe, you know. And, I, you know, it's hard to look at Jameis Winston as safe, but I think just for another year in the system, I think he, he would kind of maximize what he what you would get. Um, is it – you know, can James Winston take you to a Super Bowl? Probably not, you know, but you got to just be realistic and look at it as, 
let's build the best team with the resources we have that can give us a chance. Because, look, I mean, if Jameis Winston started this whole season, who knows what would happen, you know. But maybe they probably would have won one more game. I think they would have. You know, I think they would have beat Tennessee. You know, I think they would have uh, maybe beat Atlanta. Um, and they would have been in the playoffs. And once you get in the playoffs, you know, who knows, man. So I think if you just look at it like that, if you give him some weapons, which I think is the big key, you got to give this man some weapons. I think he could be a top, you know, top 20-ish quarterback for you. You know, if you look at Greg Rosenthal's QB index, um, over the years, he just lists out where he had, like, Jameis Winston ranked. It was always between somewhere between 25 and 20, you know. Right. So I think, you know, I think we know who Jameis Winston is at this point. And I think with the Saints, we could kind of make him be that, you know, maybe the 18th best quarterback in the mm-hmm. league, which doesn't sound great, but, you know, you, you could do much worse than that. And I think everybody else – that you were bringing in, bring, you're not sure if you could even hit that with them. Um, yeah, because outside of outside of trades for like Russell Wilson and shit like that. Right. You know so because then you because then you're looking at the crop of Jimmy Garoppolo. Ugh. Um, Carson Wentz, which is so funny. Like to me, like Jameis and Carson are like a coin flip. Yeah, they really yeah. are. Because their highs are real high and their lows are real low, really low. Uh, so that it's just it's interesting that you know just comparison. But uh, I would say with Wentz, at least people like Jameis. Yeah, <laughs> you, like you said, <laughs> like you said, right? <laughs> um, I would. It's it's weird. Like I agree with you. If I'm the Saints, if you can find a way to bring them back, I, I think that they should. Even though, like, the Jameis Colts is just weird, man. It's, it's weird, man. It makes you don't want them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, just, just just, because of them, like, you'll be like, no, I don't want them. But, you know, I'm just being, like, just trying to be unbiased and just realistically looking at the crop of players available. Yeah. I, th- I think, like you said, bring him back on a very intensive lace contract. I think that's fair to him. I think that's fair to the for the team. Kind of both, kind of both sides doing what they want. Um, let's go to the next player, uh, PJ Williams. Man, I want PJ back, man. Dude, bro. I feel like PJ is a valuable member of the team. He doesn't. He's not a starter. You know, he's gonna play about fifty percent. Um, I saw the Sigler tweeted today that um, they estimated him want like five million. Five or six million. I'm like mm, per year. Yeah. Per year, bro. I'm like I don't know about a PJ. <laughs> so I would say this. I, I would say let do like we did just past couple years, man. Let PJ test the market. <laughs> just let him test the market, man. I'm willing to let. I'm willing to let yes. him test the market. Oh yeah, I, I would. There are just and I. It wouldn't shock me if he signed with another team. I could see, the, like. I could see, I could see him staying in the division, bro. I could see oh, yeah. the the Falcons signing him. I could see the the Cardinals signing, or not, sorry, not the Cardinals, the the Panthers signing him. It wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me at all for him to get like overpaid somewhere, uh-huh. uh, you know? Because like his last two years, 
of film, you know, plays he's made. You can't deny it, man. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't deny it. He has become a ball hawk. Uh, he's a great blitzer off the edge from the secondary. He causes fumbles. He just makes plays, bro. Yeah, um, and Dennis Allen knows, you know, where to, what's the best play, what's the best position for him? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. I could see him going to like fucking Carolina or some shit and just getting beat. <laughs> just getting beat like a drum and cut by week four. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so, so, you know, it'll be one of the things where we just got to wait it out. You know, I wouldn't throw big money at him. Uh, five million a year, a little too rich for me, but I would let him test the market. And if not, you know, if he, you know, I put that contract out, you know, like, hey, bro, we, you know, if we want to come back, you contract waiting for you, you know, two and a half million, you know, four million if you do this, that, and the other, or whatever, and and then we good. Um, I agree. Next, next one, Ty Montgomery. Bye. <laughs> Don't want him on the team. Because if he's on the team, that means he's still, he's stealing some snaps from somebody, bro. Exactly. I don't want it. I don't want him on the team. I don't want him. I would rather bum fuck rookie from who knows where than Ty Montgomery. I don't want him. Um, let's let's go to Quan. He's the next player on the free agency list. Uh, I personally would not bring Quan back, uh-huh. and I say that. Not because I, I, I love Quan. Love Quan. I the player. Him and Demario, that energy they bring is just infectious. You can feel it. But you drafted a linebacker in the second round, Pete Warner. As down as we were as, as we were on Pete Warner as a prospect, he played damn well as a rookie. He, he kind of – it's kind of that sunken cost, right? We talked about that a lot yeah. on the podcast. You messed with the second rounder and fucking Pete Warner, bro. He got to be on the field. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and shout out to Quan for coming back from that torn Achilles and, and how quickly he came back. Bruh. I think he's put him. I I think he's put himself in a position where we might not be able to afford him. That's what I think, man. And I mean, this dude was in like when we played Green Bay, he was playing like nuts, nuts. That's crazy. Like that's crazy. And he really like he brought speed to the defensive line. Like, I would love to resign him, but I just, I just think he's gonna get paid, and I just think where the Saints at right now, you know, they they're gonna have to let some things slide on the defensive side um, to help their offense, you know. And and at this point, Quan would be more of a luxury, you know. We would love to have him, but yes, you know, I, I think that's the, I think you said it perfectly. Quan is it's a luxury, man. It's a luxury that we at this point I don't think we can afford because. Pete Werner, look, Pete Werner was good, man. Like, look, he was. Y'all, go, y'all, y'all can go back and listen to the podcast after the draft. I shit it on Pete Werner. We all did, bro. Like, it was nothing, man. And I happily, I would eat crow. I would eat crow. He's not the same player as Quine. You know, he's more nope. of a be in the position he needs to be type of player. Um, and But he's good, man. So I think we just got to roll with that, you know, and save that money for something else. I agree with you 100%. Jeff Heath, nah, bye. Who's going to feel? Trevian or Trevor Simeon? Mm. 
kind of an interesting one, bro. <laughs> Very interesting because you know he. I mean, Saints fans gonna hate it because he was like, you know, he led like a what are the long, longest losing streaks in Saints right. slash Sean Payton history. <laughs> so it's like it's understandable why Saints fans won't like him. But he was, if you just throw away the losses, throw away the, the losses and just isolate the player, he was a solid backup. Solid yes. backup. Yep. Now, it does depend on what we're going to do. You know, is Taysom Hill going to be a backup? So or do they just, that's what I, or do they just move him into TE slash HB, whatever? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. But that's something, uh, I think you can improve at the backup position with Simeon. Um, but I thought, I just thought, you know, like, I'd give him another chance. Like, we still there in, in, in um, you know, April, May. They're still out there. Yeah. Bring Simeon back. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I would bring him back. Like, man, backup quarterback is, like, a good one's hard to find. It's hard, man. And he, I mean, just put it in context, like, yeah, he had those losses, but he also led the Saints and beat the Bucks and came off cold off the bench. And then he did the same thing against the Falcons in a game that the Saints had to win to be viable for the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So And, like, two of those losses, um, you know, like the Saints were right there. We just couldn't make a field goal. We could, you know what I'm saying? So, those games could have easily been wins, and we'd have been looking at it completely different. Yes, absolutely. So I, I would, I would bring back. You know, I don't know if you would take like a bet, a bet deal, or something like that. But I would absolutely uh, bring him back. So let's go down the list. Jalen Holmes, defensive defensive tackle. I just don't. I, I remember making some plays, but I don't. I wouldn't spend any kind of money for it like that. Like, correct. <laughs> um, minimum, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. Yes. Let's let's go to an intriguing one. Um, our 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 guy, Traquan. Mm. What's crazy is as bad as we need wide receivers, you would think I would want to keep them, but man, I nah. just. I'm kind of done with the Traquan story. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, we've seen him with Drew Brees. We've seen him with Tra- you know, with, with um, Jameis. You know, Traquan. We've seen him with um, uh, Taysom Hill. It's just like he is who he is, bro. Like he's not going to be a guy. He's going to be a 35 to 45 catch a year guy. Yep. You know, I don't think he ever be any more than that. You know, what's that? What is that worth on the market? Not only that, it's just the inconsistency. I mean, he disappears for like four or five game stretches. Like, just inconsistencies, injuries, injuries. It's like, I'd just rather just move on. You know what I'm saying? Not saying he, the replacement is going to be, you know, the automatic upgrade, but we got to be able to do better than that. Got to be. Please. Please. I would. I, I'll say this: the only way I would bring Traquan back is if he just finds the market terribly fucking cold, 
And he's like, you know, I'll come back for like a one year, whatever deal. Yeah. That I bring, I bring him back. Yeah. Yeah, but other than that, no nah, man, y'all trick one can can kick around. Because the dude, like, he does catch touchdowns. You know, he does have a knack for making like a great play here and there. So it's not like he's a bum, but he's just very annoying. Incredibly annoying. Um, Garrett, Garrett Griffin, tight end. Uh, bye. <laughs> yeah, I would. I'd probably cut bait with Garrett Griffin as well. But speaking on the same line, uh, Juwan Johnson. Oh, uh, he's what? He's an ERFA? What does that mean? Like an ERFA? He's an exclusive rights free agent. So how the fuck does that work? That's it's so, the same thing. It's funny because that's the same thing. No, Deontay Harris is just a restricted free agent. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know the, the inner workings of an exclusive right free agent. I, I try to find a way to keep uh, Jawan Johnson. It's, it's, oh, my God, he's annoying. Don't get me wrong. But I know. But I still will find a way because he just was, you know, just a raw, he's an athletic raw piece of clay that can give you something. And I could see him flourishing down the line. He needs development, man. He needs development. And I would, as struggling as the Saints are for like playmakers, like I just feel like a little bit more investment is is worthy. I don't, I don't feel you've reached the, reached the sunken cause part yet. Yeah. You know? I mean, he was an unrighted free agent, bro. Like, that's what I'm saying. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, you know, it whatever he would cause would be won't even register on like the salary cap. Correct. So, you know, bring him back, you know, and see what happens. Um, I agree with you a hundred, a hundred percent. Let's go to let's go to Big Creek, bro. Big, mm. Creek, Big Creek season. Which also he's so these the last couple of ones we're talking about are restricted. So he's a restricted free agent. Carl mm. uh, Granderson, man. I thought he had some played a little bad football this year. Yeah. Sometimes um I I might have to, I might have to sit by the big creep, man. Like, you know, they're theoretically Peyton Turner. Would be returning Ooh. theoretically. <laughs> There's a theory, or is it a hypothesis? <laughs> Hypothetically, Turner will be returning. Um, so I think we got room to kind of, you know, just give space to him and just let let old big creep go creep somewhere else, man. I I love it. Yeah, I. Just in the sense of I, I, I he like you said he played some bad football this season. He, you know, he had some splashes here and there, but like uh, I didn't see the de- I didn't see the development as far as like okay, like like you saw with Trey Hendrickson, interesting. Like year after year, Trey Hendrickson would be like okay, 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 but then his health would interrupt. Then he yes. finally had a healthy season, and you're like okay, but I didn't see the growth with Carl Grandison other than just splash plays here and there. Yeah. Um this is this is a very interesting one. Deontay Harris. I mean, what's interesting about it? Uh, 
Interesting in the fact that obviously they're not going to give him like a high tender, right? And it wouldn't shock me at all to see a team maybe come lurk, maybe out of nowhere, and try to offer him a contract that makes the Saints kind of like tug at their their collar a little bit. So would you uh, like do like a second round tender? No, nah, there's there's. I, I I know how the Saints work. They they're not putting a second round tender with Deontay Harris. That I just couldn't see it. I don't I don't know if they'll tender him at all. I don't know, man. Like, like the dude is a weapon. Dude. He was one of the better wide receivers we had this past season. I know. When healthy, I get it. When healthy, which is, you know, in bold letters now, when healthy. <laughs> Say that about so many players on our team, bro. <laughs> but he's a, you know, dudes like, I mean, I look at players like that, I just find a way to keep because they dogs, man. He's got dog mentality. Um you know, he just uh, he, he put the ball in his hand and let him work. I, I, I bring him back. Uh, second round tender, whatever kind of tender it is, I bring him back just to make sure. I think if you second round tender, nobody else will bite. You know? Oh, yeah. If you put a second round tender on him, no one else will bite. I just don't know if the Saints would be willing to put the second round tender on him because of the money attached with the second round tender. Right, right. And what's, just, the, tender, what's the second round tender at now? Let's as someone who's fakely running the Saints, we should know that off the top of our heads, but let's look it up. Uh, uh, oh, here it is. Yeah, I mean, the second round tender is like 3.3 million. Okay. One, yeah, one con, one, one year contract worth a greater than 3.3 million. Or a hundred and ten percent of the player's prior year's base salary. So and you know, I mean, you know, and it, and that's just based on you know that's just to lock him up. They could you know extend him after that. Yeah, they in theory they could put the second round tender on him, make sure that no teams come his way, and try to you know sniff around him, and then after that, give him a contract extension where it lowers you know that three point three million dollar. <coughs> Right, and you know how the Saints work, bro. Like, I don't know if they have like a different calendar, but like they know when they really have to be under the cap. So, like by yes. our math, by our math, we'd be like, how the hell are they doing this? Because they're over the cap, but on on their calendar is like they good. So, I think they figure out a way they'll tender them and trying to work the numbers out some kind of way to. Fit him in. Uh, like I said, it's three million, bro. Like, come on, that's you know, that's nothing in the NFL. You know, you could yeah. uh, just make that work to a good punt returner, good kick returner, all pro. You know, he gives you something in the in the uh, as a wide receiver. He's like the only downfield big play threat. Only you just kind of kind of make that happen and hope he stays healthy. Uh, rapid fire on these one, <laughs> Ethan. Greenidge. <laughs> Remember, he, he was the one, I think, that got – was he the one that got Drew killed against the Panthers? What's that? I don't I remember who so. that was, bro. I called him Greenwich. Yeah, I called him Greenwich. Yeah, that was yeah but 
Soon as Tehran went out, bro, <laughs> Brian Burns came around that corner. Ooh, um, Ethan Green, Nidge, and Jalen Dalton. Are you bringing any of those back? Uh, you know, bet minimum. Okay, so so that's that's the Saints free agents. You, did you so miss the shot title? I, I did. I'm sorry. I did miss shot title. Who's a restricted free agent? That's an interesting one. I don't. I don't really know what to think about that because the the Saints, you know, they they at DT, bro. Like, damn, bro. You know, so I mean, just off a depth standpoint, they might need to kind of yes. lock him up as an RFA. I don't know. You maybe a third round. I don't know. I don't know how you would work that out. But he's he's been solid enough to where okay, you know, we're comfortable with him. You know, playing a lot of snaps. You know, even starting. But even though he's not being, you know, like a, a great player or anything like that. But, you know, he's young, still kind of up and coming. Uh, so, you know, I think I think I try to bring him back because, I mean, just out of like, we need some bodies there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, period. Oh, yeah. It is it is highly needed. Um, let's flip over to this is, I guess, maybe the fun part. And let's talk about free agency. Let's I'll I'll let you start. Of you're the GM. How are you approaching free agency? Who are players that you're signing? Who are players that are on the Saints roster that we didn't talk about that maybe you might cut, you want to trade, whatever you want to do. Ryan Wolf, the GM, tell me what you're doing. All right, this is what I would do, you know, but with a caveat that I'm doing it with the mindset of what like DA and the Saints organization could realistically do. You know, it's yeah. not like all the way dream wolf. It's just, you know, trying to be realistic here. Um, one thing I would do, first thing, I would call around and see who needs a guard, a right guard. Um <laughs> And, you know, I, like I saw that, uh, what's the fucking guard for uh, San Francisco? Uh, San Francisco? He's a free, yes, he's a, he's a free agent. He was with the Lions and he got traded to San Francisco a couple of years ago. Uh, anyway, whatever his name is, uh, he got traded to San Francisco for like, and he was like a bust. It's like a first round pick guard that traded to San Francisco uh, for like a fifth round pick. He like, uh, years ago, this was like 2017, I think. He got traded to San Francisco. Oh, was it Lincoln, Lakeland yeah. Thompson? Thompson, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Thompson to drive you crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah, he was a bust with the Lions. He got, he got traded to San Francisco for like a fifth round pick. Then, you know, wound up becoming like a solid player for. Yeah, years. like he, he, he got a contract extension in 2000. Extension? And it might pay him again. It might extend him again this year. You know, shit, i bring him in to replace Reed. <laughs> Please, bro. <laughs> so I'm saying, like, let's do that and let's send Ruiz somewhere for, you know, at most a fifth-round pick. I'll take a sixth, you know. Would you take a seventh? Conditional. You know, that could turn into a sixth. Okay. All you right. Know? 
but you know, you gotta you gotta try to sell it. You gotta sell it. You gotta sell it. Look, this dude was a starting center for years. You know, kind of played out of position. You know, he's been healthy. Look at the health. I focus on the health part. The dude, the dude don't miss no snaps, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, sell that very hard and try to get, you know, just get something. Get something and get him off the team. That's where I start, you know. Then, um, you know, we got to do our salary cap Olympics. Uh, you know, I think, you know, if if they want to, they can shave off a good $100 million yep. the cap, get about $30 million under the cap. Uh, we'll see what the cap is. Because the number could be higher than people expect. Um, so say we got about thirty million in cap. Um, my big splash free agent signing would hopefully be Mike Gazicki. Uh, I just paid a man, bro. Like he's gonna get paid. Um, the Dolphins might keep him. Yeah, I, I, I saw that. Uh, uh, what's his name? Cameron Wolf of NFL Network was talking about the Dolphins, you know, because he came from the the beat water for the Dolphins and said that the, uh, the you know, Tua's wanting him back. Gasicki went, go, is like one of the few people that's gone to bat for Tua in uh-huh. Miami, which is weird, but it also kind of just shows you the kind of dude that he is. Um, yeah. He got but, Mike McDaniels there. But with Mike McDaniels there, that Mike McDaniels, where did he come from? He came from San Francisco. So what do you're tied in if, in Kyle Shanahan's offense, in terms of what you got to do, at some point, bro, you just got you got block. Uh, oh yeah, that's true. Mike and Siki don't block. <laughs> you nah, slide. You straight put him in the slide. He's a big wide receiver. That's all he, he's, it's like Jimmy Graham a little bit all over again, right? So yeah. because his his he does not block. There's this of like, are they going to franchise him? Are they going to let him get free agency and see blah blah? Um, so. I do think he can't. He might be able to get out of Miami. Sorry, so I just wanted to just put that caveat because yeah. I saw that earlier today. But yeah, he's my number one on my list. But you know, if he can't, you know, my next on my list would be uh, Dalton Schultz from the Cowboys. Uh, <clears throat> you know, he doesn't have the pedigree um, of a lot of them, but you know, he's I watched him a lot and he's good, man. Like, just a good, really good move, tight end. He just do it gets, all to block and catch. Gets open and just makes plays, bro. Just makes plays, man. And he would just—I mean, it's exactly what this offense needs. Just exactly. Yes. Might have to overpay him a little bit. Coming from the Cowboys, they won't. I don't think they're going to pay him. From all signs, it looks like they won't be able to pay him. Um, so you might have to overpay him a bit, but that's fine. You overpaid Cody Fleener. You know what I'm saying? Like, pay the man, move on, get you a good player in the building. If you can't get him, uh, you got David Njoku, kind of a, you know, boomer bust FA. Yes. Um, it's a little risky, but you go out to pay him, but you won't have to pay him like crazy because, you know, the stink is on him a little bit. So, you know, you, you might have to front load a little money, do a little gauchier here and there, and you're going to take a risk. It's going to be a risk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um but it, it's an athletic player that could be on the come up. I mean, Jared Cook. I know, I know everybody hates Jared Cook, but you know, dude made plays. And early in his career, he was very similar to Njoku. You know, it just took him a while to kind of really become a better player, and he kind of 
you know, started flourishing, the older he got as he matured. So, you know, it's a good, it's a way you could kind of, you know, kind of cash in. That would just be my third choice if we couldn't snap uh, Gaziki or the, uh, Dalton Schultz. Also, I would call the Steelers and just see what they want about James uh, James Washington. Like, what y'all want, bro? Oh, like, what? no, they're, they're not a – he's a free agent, bro. Oh, he's a free agent? I didn't yeah. see him on the free agent list. Yeah, he is. So, I, 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 so I'm just going to quickly interject real quick. Um, he's on my – He's on my list of players for for the Saints to sign. Um, he's an un, un, unrestricted free agent. Uh, he's, he's about 26. I'm offering him three years, $90 million contract. You get, you get $3 million a year, and he is exactly – he's exactly what this team needs on offense. So his base out – I mean, his his – Yearly cash since he's been in the league because he was drafted in the second round isn't more that hasn't been more than like a thousand dollars. So I think you you say, Hey, you kind of, and I know that's even it's overpaying for James Washington, it is right, it's, it's overpaying for him. Um, but this offense needs a fucking jolt, <coughs> and he and would if, give them a jolt. And if he's playing with Jameis. Um, Jameis is gonna target him, bro. Oh yeah, like Big Ben, Big Ben on on a diet. Big Big Ben on diet a couple years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Jameis gonna throw it to James Washington, bro. He gonna throw it to him, you know, and give him a chance. Will he catch it? We'll see. Um, but you know, I like you know, I, I like them as a prospect. I think I think there's a lot there, bro. I really do, I do too. I do too. Um, sorry, so I just want, so I just want, I, I just, I just, I just stole, I'm not, I didn't steal that, but that, that's on my list since you brought him up. I just okay. wanted to, to interject that. Uh, another free agent I look at is James Conner. Um, I just think with, with, uh, Kamara likely to be out four to eight games. We don't know. <clears throat> I just think James Conner just like a good, solid, smart running back, you know. Not real flashy, but you know, kind of reminds me of Pierre Thomas in a lot of ways. Where he just breaks tackles, runs hard, good team guy. I think he'd just be a guy that's affordable. I think uh, uh, Spot Track has him like uh, forecast to make about four to five million for his contract, so he'd it be says, affordable. It says five point nine, so six million. Five point nine, it's about six million. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. You know, something. That type of money the Saints can figure out. You know what I'm saying? Like throw up six million negotiate, something like that. Man, that, that, that would be a great signing. A great signing. Because his career arc has been unreal. Yeah. In my opinion. Every time I watched him in 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 uh Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. He was just a jag, bro. Just he just never popped to me. I didn't like. I didn't think he was talented that much at all. And I know Cliff Kingsbury probably isn't the best head coach, but he went to the Cardinals, bro. He just looked like a different player. Mm-hmm. He, I was like, this is. He was he was the Cardinals' best 
overall player on the team most of the damn season. He was so critical to their, like, when they was going on that run, he was so critical to that. You know what I'm saying? So I think, I think he'd just be a player that could come in and he just kind of fit what we do. And, uh, you know, and when AK does come back, you know, you got a nice little one-two punch. You know what I'm saying? That'll, that'll be dope. You know, and it wouldn't cost a lot. And I think he just fit right in. So that's one player. If we couldn't get him, um, he's not the same player, but I'd look at Cordell Patterson. Maybe it's just me. Look, it's just somebody I've been wanting on the team a long time. Like, <laughs> it is my, if I was the GM, just somebody I'll bring in, bro, just a playmaker. Get him the fucking ball. You know, Pete Carmichael, go ahead to use his brain and try to figure out ways to get this dude to make plays, man. Just look at the Falcons this past year. Do what they did. They did a good job. They got the most out of Cordell Patterson. Since he's been in the league, man. So, so I'm just, I'm, so I'm just keeping track. So your moves as as GM: Trey Reese, sign Mike Gesicki. If you can't sign Gesicki, move on to Dalton Schultz. Uh, sign James Washington. Sign James Connor. And also add Cordero Patterson. So is it Cordero Patterson? Or, it's or. Or. It's or. Okay. Okay. I'm good now. Because I was like, damn, nigga, I don't know how much money you think we got. No, no, I'm just I'm saying a lot of these are or. So it's like Mike Zick, okay. or Schultz, or Joe okay. You know, it's basically like we need a playmaker in the past game. So, you know, Washington, Joku, Schultz, Gazicki, like all those are in the basket. Okay. You know, I'm, two, two of those would be great, but if we can just get one, yes, I take it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Same thing with the running backs, John Connor, Cordell Patterson. Um, and also, like I said, we need the RFA Harris, uh, extend Michael Williams, PJ Washington. Um, as far as quarterback, I already said I want James Winston back. If we can't get him back, um, I bring in Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. I know, I know Saints fans, like I was as annoyed as you with Teddy Bridgewater. But I think if you if for some reason, say Steelers, which they have been connected to James Winston a lot this past week. If they steal him away, you know, I wouldn't be mad at bringing Teddy Bridgewater, Bridgewater back because he's just that. He's been in the system. He could run, you know, Pete Carmichael could bring him in. Doesn't have to teach him the scheme and nothing like that. He knows the scheme. He knows what to run. Um, you put some weapons around him. Teddy Bridgewater is one of those quarterbacks. That's as good as the scheme around him as long as you protect him. And he's good with, like, you know, good defense and stuff like that. No, it wouldn't be flashy. It's not the, it's not the you know, the the present you want for Christmas. But I think it'd be, a, you know, you could do worse. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So that would be my second option behind Jameis. Okay. Okay. Um, so with me, I'm going to – Agree with you. I, I want Reese off the team, bro. Yeah. Just give him the fuck get off him. the team. Just get him out of here, man. Trade him. Cut him. He should not be on the he shouldn't be on the roster by the time the draft rolls runs around, rolls around, bro. Second thing I do is this again, this is me as a GM. I'm letting Michael uh Malcolm Jenkins go, making him a June for uh-huh. cap couch with you. I'm taking CD and I'm moving him strong safety. Uh. One of the biggest decisions I think the Saints have to make 
is what the hell they're gonna they do with uh, Bradley Roby. Because if because if if I'm as a GM, if I'm cut if I'm cutting Jenkins and my moving CD Deuce to strong safety, which I think is his best position, then that kind of forced my hand to keep Bradley Roby on the roster for I right. believe it's like a ten million dollar you know number um, for salary. I know they they cut corners, but I personally personally that's what I would do if I'm the GM. Make thank you for your service, Malcolm Jenkins. Really appreciate it. Much love to you. You know, Ohio State, blah blah. Get the fuck out the door. Uh, CD go to strong safety. I'm keeping Bradley Roby, so at least you don't have a complete fucking hole at slot corner. After that, my number one free agent acquisition. We've already talked about it. He's the guy, Mike Mike Kasicki. If you can't get uh, Kasicki, I don't. I'm all in on Lasicki and the price tag that he would come with. I don't know how I, I, I like Dalton Schultz, but he's going to come with a, high, a hefty price tag too. Don't know how I feel about Dalton Schultz at that price tag, although I, I would understand it. Um, so the two moves I would do is I already talked about James Washington. Another under-the-radar move I would do, and I don't know, I, I think his – Market is would be very interesting. I'm all, I'm I'm calling up James Washington. I'm also calling up the agent for Christian Kirk, um, oh. who at times was cooking with Kyler Murray. He kind of shows himself to be a dang good number two um, route receiver. Because so then I'm looking at my the board right, looking at my depth chart. I know we're supposed to pretend that Mike Thomas is on the team, but I'm saying, okay, Mike comes back. He's healthy. All right, I got Christian Kirk. That's number two. Can throw in James Washington as a three. Can use Deontay Harris in some plays, bring him back. And then you got Callaway, who also can, you know, you have him as depth and also could be a, you know, three interchangeably. Right there, you kind of, you got, you got enough to work around with something, bro. Like you oh, can, yeah, you cook him. You can cook with that. And that's at that point, I haven't even touched the draft yet, bro. This is just right. this is just free agency. Because I think I'm trying to find I'm, I'm on sports track right now. Because sometimes for some of the players they have what the market value is for them, and then other players they don't. So I'm trying to see what the market value is would potentially be for Christian Kirk. So okay, found it. Okay. Don't know if I'm gonna pay, pay Christian Kirk eleven eight a year, which is 12 million. Yeah, may I saw that. Can't can't do it, bro. Can't do it. Um, so give me Mike Kosicki, bring give me James Washington. Um, and then maybe I can what are, you, what, are, what are your thoughts on Allen Robinson? I think this it would be great. Um I would rather have Mike Kosicki because if because and this I'm saying this because of it's mostly being Sean's offer. Sean's offense is still going to be in place. I think the type, a dynamic tight end um, opens up a lot more in the offense than – because we've never had, like, a Mike Thomas and an Allen Ramos at the same time, bro. We haven't had that. But I think a tight end is more essential because it affects linebackers. It's their, you know, 
the the out and up, the Jimmy Graham route that he used to run, and you know, you could dust that off. I just think it it, it affects the defense more when you have a dynamic tight end in this offense. That's just me personally. Plus, like Allen Robinson's average salary is projected to be like 17 million a year. Mm. Oh. Nah, so really? if I can't get Christian Kirk, I'm for sure going after James Washington. Um and then I probably wouldn't go after any other wide receiver if I, you know, I think you get James Washington. He's a good, solid three. Um, you have Mike Thomas back. I'm going, you know, so if, I, so if I'm trading or cutting 51 on the team, I got to replace that guard. A couple of guards, like I've said it before, if you, if you follow our dude, John Shipley, who covers the Jags, they got like a plethora of like offensive linemen that are coming up in free agency. And I guess like, oh, it's a jag, blah, blah. Like they have all we just at this point, bro, we just need salvageable, like decent guards. Like that's it. Average. Average. Average, average is fine. <laughs> bro, I'm I'm looking, I'm trying to get AJ Can. Can I can I sign AJ Can? Like if I can, I'm signing him. I'm looking at – you brought up Lincoln, Lincoln, Lincoln Tomlinson earlier, which it's, it's funny because he's actually a free agent, just like we said earlier. No. I don't know how much he would cost. Can I get Lincoln Tomlinson? Like just, just someone. Just someone. If not, maybe you just put Throckmorton over there. And, one of, and I've said this before. One of the more bigger injuries that didn't – like that kind of affected the season is we didn't get to see – Magdalene and Tom, um, uh, Magdalene and Young because he got hurt, but I think he played, he could have played a factor into like that guard scenario. I mean, like maybe uh, Landon, Landon, you have to play guard. So, yeah, yeah, I've signed Mike Kosicki, I signed AJ Can or a, a guard, I signed James Washington, doing, doing pretty good right there. Um, this, this is just a completely, like, I'm exploring. So I'm doing, I'm exploring. I would lightly, just lightly put Marcus Davenport on the market just to see what a team would buy. Uh-huh. That's just me. I, I get, I'm, and I'm not saying I would trade him, but I would say, hey, hey, Hey Seattle, like if y'all wanted Mark Davenport, like what what would it cost? Um, what would you give me? Because I because he's a player that scares me in terms of extending. Yeah, he does. Like, is he likely to be because he's gonna play on a con this is his upcoming contract year. Is he gonna play on a contract year? He is. Um he might ball out and we might not, at that point we may not have a choice, but he is just a player that scares me tremendously in terms of extending him. I would quietly put him on the trade market, not saying I would trade him, but I would be curious to see what the Saints potentially could get back in return Absolutely. for Marcus Davenport. Because if a team came around and said, we give you a second for Marcus Davenport at that point in this draft, bro, it's deep in edge. They think you got to listen. think you got to listen. I think you, gotta, I think you do, depending on uh, if it's a second – it would depend on the team as give me the second. I wouldn't want a low like a low second round pick, like no. in the like fifties or sixties or whatever. But if it's like a you know top forty, 
you got to consider that, bro. Like, you got to consider it, man. Like, just with the depth of this draft on the defensive line, you got the hypothetical Peyton Turner. You got Cam Jordan. Um, you just you just really have to consider it because at the end of the day, he's playing on his last year of his contract. So there's no guarantee he's going to be on a team next year. No guarantee. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if Seattle has their second, bro. But and just, you know, let's, let's let's back up and pretend we're Seattle, right? We have the second round pick. We we, we traded. <laughs> we fucked up, you know, in regards to the whole situation with J- Jamal Adams. Completely botched that trade. But if you say like, hey, we got the second round pick, is there a player in the second round that may, might be better than what we can get for like for Mark Davenport right now? You know how teams are; they can convince themselves that. Marks Davenport is better than the player that got in the second round. I would, I'm just saying that's something I would think about. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say you just have to move him, but that's something I would think right. about. Um, right. Absolutely. Since I can't have Christian Kirk, I know he is the most annoying player in the league. I'm bringing in Wolf Fuller. I'm sorry. I'm bringing him in. Bro, I played? swear, I swear to God, I thought about it, bro, because. If you can afford to get Will Fuller, and they can, they probably in, bro. could, bro. You you can afford to bring him in. He's not going to play for about six games. You just just cross that off the list. Oh, He's not going to play about six games. But he, he brings something to the table, bro. So it's like <laughs> I'll say it, bro. Now I I I would break like he made basically a he he signed a one year ten million dollar contract last season. With the Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> That's NFT stealing right there. Um, so he not like he had like the personal issue, then he like had the figure. Like he's not getting 10 million this year, bro. Like and the don't caught up to this to this fucking Ponzi scheme, this nigga pulling. Um, but I think you could get him at a decent contract, like bring him in, because then. Because then you have, in theory, you got Mike Thomas, you got James Washington, you got Will Fuller, you got Deontay Harris. Bro, you got speed. We just with those last three I just said. Hey, we didn't even get to the draft yet. I, I ain't even ain't, ain't touched it once, bro. These are just little bitty, minute things that they could do that that could help them long term. In the offseason. So this, this is a long episode, so we're going to make this part shorter. Um, so we, so now we're at the draft, right? Give me who you want to draft. Like, give me, give me, give me your draft. Not, not first, like just first round. Give me, give me your draft. Who, who's your pick? Or, no, or give me, th- or give me three players. Give me three players. Like in terms of stacking them. That you would want the Saints to draft? Um, well, with what I did in free agency, you know, say I got Mike Zicky and um, James Carter. So mm. Those are the two big moves I made. Um, I would still go wide receiver in the first round. Um, it would either be Drake London or Chris Olave. Um, those would be my, you know, those two would be my top two. Um, I think Traylon Burke will be gone. 
I would like Trey Long. I, I think so. I would like him. I'm just I, the coaches, the offensive coaches staff just worries me with yeah. him. You know oh, what I'm saying? It, like I get it. Like if, if Sean Payton was here, maybe I'd be like, oh yeah, but I just don't know. Like he's gonna need some he's gonna need some coaching, he's gonna need some uh imagination, you know, to use him. Because I really like Trey Long Burke. But he's gonna, you know, he's, he's he gonna take somebody with imagination. Um, I mean, where's the Wilbert though? Right. Oh yeah, and he could be, you know, he's gonna need like some tough love too, like as far as like staying in shape and shit. Um, if not that, um, I like in my list, I didn't, I didn't sign a guard in my free agency. I hate to take a first round guard after. The whole Ruiz situation, <laughs> but if if there's somebody there, like I wouldn't or tackle, I would not hate getting a left tackle or right tackle in the first right. round. You know, I just wouldn't hate it. I'm not saying I want to do it. You know, um, but that's the option that'll be there. Um, other than that, as far as quarterback, we have no idea how it's going to play out. I don't think. None. <clears throat> the quarterbacks that I love, that I like, like Malik, I don't think they're going to be there at 18. But you don't know. You never know. If Malik slips past the top 10 and gets into the teens, That's call, I do think the Saints, I do think the Saints got to make a move. I think the Saints got to make a move. You know, if it takes trade on future first to get up there, they got to go up there and get them, man. Let them sit behind James for a year. Which even he said, like Malik Watson, I mean Malik Willis has said he knows he needs to sit for a little while and mm. learn the game and stuff like that. So self-awareness, you know, man. Uh, yeah, so it's like I would gladly trade up, bring him in and let him sit for a year <laughs> and uh, you know, and just build, just keep building, man. Like just build the team up to where when he comes in, all he gotta do is be like a little point point guard, man. Just That's it. Like, don't you know, just conduct the drive the train, you know. Don't crash it, and let the team bring you where you need to be while you build your skill set and become a better player. So you know, like I said, uh, Drake London, Chris Olave, uh, Trillon Burke, um, and if Malik slips, move up for him. I'm I'm with it. Um, one I'm. I, I didn't address this in my, in my free agency part. I meant to address it. Two players I would have my eye on. Former Saints. I'm looking at I'm looking at Al Woods. I'm looking mm. at, I'm looking at Shel- Sheldon Rankins, bro. <laughs> Sheldon Rankins out there, bro. Bring old Sheldon back, man. Oh, is this? A, I don't. Know, Rankins might be on there. Might not be on there. It might be uh, Sheldon Richardson. I'm sorry. Mm. Sorry. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I used to like him. So I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at Al Woods. Every time I watch whatever team Al Woods is on, bro, it don't matter. Making a play, bro. Every, every time, bro, it never fails. It's wild. Look at Al Woods, man. Bring the Saints legend home, bro. But And I'm just looking at just what he made this year at defensive tackle. Bro, Al Woods made 2.5 mil. That's been his whole career, man. Like he's been living on that vet minimum, man. Like he take, just take it. And and like we, we already, career out of it. 
That's why. And you, we know, we've talked about how kind of the, the, the depth at defensive line, especially defensive tackle, is just, it's, it's you know, it's been bad. Um, I think he kind of, you, you signed him. I'm not saying that the, the, the position is solved, but at least you got a, a, a good to great run stuffer. He offers you a little bit of pass runs. Like, that's something. Anyway, let's get to the draft. Um, this is a long episode. I know. I, I knew it was going to be a long one. I apologize to, to the folks, but it is where it is. You know, this is our off season, so uh, deal with it. Um, I'm at the draft. My my order is this: my number one player on my board is Malik Willis. My number two player is Jamison Williams. My number three player is Kenny Pickett. My number four player is Chris Olave. Um, I'm on the mind. I'm in the mindset that if Jamison Williams is there at 18, the Saints should, without question, draft him, no matter what, unless one of the quarterbacks are there in Willis and and Kenny Pickett. I know Jamison on my list is higher, but the the value of Kenny Pickett being there at 18 and him being a quarterback can't pass that up. I don't think. Um, so. If Kenny Pickett and, and Malik, just like you said, they start following me, saying if I'm 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 calling team saying what what I gotta do to move up to secure quarterback in the future, let them sit, and then like perfect like bruh. And it sounds weird to say, but like it wouldn't even be about this this season, bruh. It'd be about next season. Like if we be yeah. honest, honest. Um, but if both Willis and Kenny Pickett are gone, the thought of adding either Jamison Williams or Chris Olave. And I, I would 100% draft Jamison Williams, even with the ACL tear, if the medicals are good, over Chris Olave. Because then your offense has become, and in, in, in my offseason, I've added, hypothetically, I've added Gasicki. I've added A.J. Can or some guard. I added Al Woods to defense. Um, I added James Washington. We took a flyer on Will Fuller. And then now on top of that, you're adding a Jamison Williams or a Chris Olave. Man, if, if Jameis can't, can, can't have any type of success with that, oh. it ain't ever going to happen. Not going to happen. Yeah. So in yeah. one off, in one off season, we, you know, kind of with both of ours and, I'll, and I'll be honest with you, I, the the James Conner signing would be so good, you know, so good. I didn't I didn't think about that because I was like, I don't think they'll go in that direction. Or, but that that would be great. But just the idea of and and one swift off season, you could take a a side ball that's just been bludgeoned, just just trash, and not you know. The, the depth the depth chart just changed. You got Kasiki, you got James Washington, you got a flyer on Will Fuller, and then you got your rookie wide receiver. And even if you drive Jameson Williams, like, yeah, you're gonna have to wait on him. He's not gonna play immediately. But if you got James or James Washington, you got Will Fuller taking a flyer on them, like they can in theory maybe hold the fort down a little bit till Jameson Williams is ready. And then you got Mike Thomas forever, however long you have him. Pair with Jamison Williams for whatever period of time. Oh, hey. Come on, bro. <laughs> that, 
then you, you know, you begging the market with quarterbacks trying to come play for you. I'm saying, bro. Just saying. Russell like, man. Russell Wilson like, man, look. <laughs> Damn, I know they ain't got Sean there, but they got some players, players over there. I'm, and again, I'm, I'm, I went through that not really like, in the, I mean, I wasn't like, okay, they get to 30 million in cap space and then they, I don't have time for that. Kyle, Kyle, run the number, bro. Run them. Hit, hit the button. Hit the button, bro. Sales spreadsheet. Put some of them little macros in there, some of them little formulas. Do you think? Oh, bro, I remember doing macros so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, I remember macros when I had to do like my Excel class and fucking. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but I mean, that's my that's the off season. Uh, obviously, I don't, you know, that's that's my off season. I think you had a great off season. I think we're saying all this to say. I'm not saying it's easy, right? And this is all assuming that everything works in the Saints' favor and the players that we mentioned that they want to sign with the Saints or there's a lot of factors that involve. But all we want to see as fans, if we just want to see, A, can we just see, like, like this is a problem. Like, we, we don't want to see this molasses-ass offense that we've seen this season. Or I mean, even Drew, even Drew's last year. But we we we're tired, man. We this offense needs juice. Give this offense some juice. Can it be a tight end? Can it be a receiver? You play. You play in a fucking league that's like telling you run offense. Like we will let you run offense. Like they're telling you the rules are set up for the offense to succeed. So it's like take advantage of that, man. Like. Build you a good offense. Look, we I'm not stupid. We might not ever have like a number one offense again for a while. But just be good. Like just be a good offense, man. Like all we want to see. Like we cut on the TV on Sunday. You want to see a team that we don't have to pray to score a touchdown. Just one touchdown. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to, we don't want to see that. You know what I'm saying? We want to see a team that can get down there and score touchdowns and get points and move the ball. That's all we want, man. So it's like, is that too much to ask? <laughs> it can't be. It can't, can't be, be, man. You, you would, you would think not. You would, you would think not. Um. So, quick update on the combine. <laughs> so, I'm potentially going to the combine. You know, we should have like official word as of tomorrow. If I'm going to go. Um. So if if I do get credentialed. My plan is to attend all the, the pressers, press conferences that coaches do, GMs do, where media gets to ask him questions, blah, blah. Listen, man, I've already got my feet wet at the senior bowl. I ain't scared to ask anybody any question, bro. Like, what I do in my job, in my career, if I can, if I have to ask a parent, you know, who tests positive for substance abuse, and I have to confront that with them, I'm not scared to ask fucking NFL person a question, man. It just it's it's nothing to me. So <laughs> if I do get credentialed and I'm going, if I am able to attend the combine, hopefully, you know, I don't know if Mickey Loomis is gonna speak. I don't know if Dennis Allen is gonna speak. I hope so, because that's really the only reason I'm going. Be kind of I mean, I won't be a complete bust if, if they don't show up because I'll sure I'll hang out with Greg, hang out with Mark, we'll cut up, have a good time, whatever. You know, that's I'm sure I'll have a good time. But 
Scott, we got just got some some questions for the for the Saints front office, bro. That's it. And I know you'll be celebrating. Uh, how old are you turning? Like forty-two? I don't know. Old it, old it. You know, big big four zero. So I know you can't attend. You and Bree got plans, which I love it. Um, but I'll, if I'm able to go, I'm going to go. I'm going to hold it down for Saints Twitter podcast. Hold it down for Saints Twitter. You know, just ask some, ask some questions that we've just had, you know, we've had in our minds the last couple of years. Um, and then also, we're trying to get credential to go to the draft. But even if we don't get credentialed, you know, Ryan, Bree going, me and my girl going, we're we, we going to go fancy. We're going to we'll go out to a fucking fancy dinner one night. And I'm ready to be heartbroken on Thursday night, bro. Because you know what? I'm going to be in Vegas. I'm going to be faded as shit off alcohol. It's gonna be for great content. <laughs> great, great content. Cause they ain't dropping that play we mentioned. <laughs> Not a single one, nigga. You already know. If someone listens to this podcast, <laughs> the Saints office, bro. Every player we just mentioned on free agency and the draft, bro. They just cross them off the fucking list. Cross them off the list, yeah. <laughs> They hit and rewind, say, oh, who the who else some nigga said they want yep, him? <laughs> but <laughs> that said, the the window for placing the fan, franchise tag on players open today, I believe, and it's open from now until March 8th. Um, I'll, I'll, I, we, t- we did our offseason real quickly, but I'll ask you this. Is there any way you can see the Saints using the tag again on Marcus? Uh, some people think that's what's going to happen. It'll be a first for the Saints. I don't think they've ever done that tag right. twice. Um, they might have to. Yeah, I was thinking. I that. just, I just, I just don't know. Like it just seems like it's got to the point where the deal is hard. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, Mickey, Mickey got his number. He set that number, and then he ain't moving, bro. Like <laughs> Mickey don't buzz from that number, bro. You know, and it's like, man, if they don't, if they let them just go away, it's like, damn, what do you do then? Because they don't have another deep safety on the roster. Nah, bro. Bring PJ back, bro. PJ uh, and PJ and Malcolm Jenkins. <laughs> I mean, you saying that it might have it, that might be the reality, bro. You know, just saying, it bro, might be the reality. PJ, Mark, you know, Malcolm Jenkins, or if you if they let Malcolm Jenkins go and you got CD Deuce and. And PJ and Bradley Rowe, I don't know. Bring PJ back, bring Marcus back, and just run a lot of too high, you know. You know, I wouldn't do the, I wouldn't put PJ on the island like that much. Um, no, I just oh, run God, a lot no. of too high. Oh, just God, keep no. like a two safety shell going and just try to play it safe. Uh, anyway, don't, yeah, don't, want, I don't, don't, want, don't want those thoughts. But we started this episode, went long, people. Uh, I knew it was going to just because of. You know everything we need to cover. Um, oh yeah, we had been on a hiatus, and then you know off season, man. We it's off season. I mean, we gotta take talk our plans and go through everything we need to go through. So we did that for y'all. Um, kind of excited to hear your thoughts um, on Twitter, Instagram for all people who give us love our little community and Discord. When y'all listen to this, just give us a, your thoughts on you know this potential off season if it does work out that way. Um, I didn't mention it. Um, you didn't mention it. I, I brought it up earlier 
on the pod. It's kind of it's kind of like what the Jamison Williams situation of you kind of getting talent at a lower rate because of the injury. Bruh, there are three players that you got. You got Michael Gallup, you got Chris Godwin, and o- I mean, Odell, but he's, I mean, he's not going to be ready. You know, he's probably going to be out all of next season because of when he got the injury. But you got two wide receivers that you might, keyword is might, be able to get at such a low contract that you wouldn't thought of. I'm not saying that they will go that route or they should, but situations like this don't happen a lot. And for, especially for teams who are cap cap strapped or kind of close to the cap, like, I don't know, man, like it's smart. It's a smart, it's like, a, like I said, it's a chess move that the smart team will make. The Saints probably not a position that where they feel like they can do that, but just to see where those players go will be fascinating to me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, anyway, all wrapped up. We'll be back this week at some point. If not, we'll be back next week. Uh, hopefully, I'll be at the Combine. I'll have some, some tidbits, some some actual, you know, me asking questions to be integrated on the pod or just my general thoughts about, you know, things said during the Combine, if that does happen during the pressers. With that, when we get out of here, thank you for taking the time to listen to this lengthy episode. Um, and we'll be back. Take care of yourselves. We're out. Peace. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.